Hello, my fabulous naturalistas. It is Sheridan. I'm the founder of Be Hair Politics, and I'm here with another episode of Curl Talk It Out. Each episode features a new natural, and we go over some common hair questions, problems, things floating around in the natural hair community, and kind of get a different perspective because I think it's important to, you know, get different angles from different types of naturals because we're all different. And so the natural that I have here today is Jess and her brand, <clears throat> excuse me, her brand is Kinky Curly Babe. And you look on her brand, she's all about helping naturals understand their hair. And she even has a new ebook coming out for new naturals on how to get started the right way, which I think is very beneficial because I feel like a lot of us starting out uh, we're very confused on, you know, what to do and how to take care of our hair. We just kind of had to wing it a little bit. So she has an ebook coming out that'll help new naturals with that. So hello, Jess. Hello. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming on here with me. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I was really excited. Yes, me too, me too. And so before we get into the meat of the question, and then I do want you to expand on your ebook at the end, um, I want to lay out a visual for how your hair looks. So could you tell us your hair type? Uh, so I have 4B, 4A. Um, so I have type 4 hair, mm -hmm. uh, high porosity, very dense hair. Okay. And what about your, um, like, do you have fine hair strands or, like, thick hair strands? I have very thick, uh, yeah, very thick hair. Um, so that's what I'm referring to when I say density. Okay. So I have high density hair. Um, my hair is extremely thick. Awesome. <laughs> when it's actually um, short, I just chopped it. So when it's short, I can't even fit it into a ponytail until it's, like, longer because it's so thick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. I, I absolutely love thick hair. My hair is is. I have fine hair strands, so I just love admiring those who can do those really strong puffs. I'm like, oh my god, so beautiful. <laughs> it's it's not fun when you when it absorbs all the product, but you that's know, true. Every, that is every, true. <laughs> every hair type has its has its perks. You are right about that. I can't argue with you there. <laughs> but um, okay, so we got that out the way. Now the question that I have for you, because I noticed you as your community, like different natural hair questions, like, you know, how long have you been natural? You know, just common things, trying to get to know them. And I was wondering if you have any tips that can like help naturals determine, like, because I think you've asked um, like if something about like natural hair products and how do you know if something wasn't working or something like that. And so I wanted to ask, like, do you have any tips on how naturals can determine maybe even before they buy the hair products or try a new method if it's going to work for them? Because I know with me is really discouraging because I'm like, I don't, I don't think it's going to work for me. So I'm just not even going to try it. But like, do you have any tips on ways where we can kind of figure that out before we take the plunge? Or, I mean, you may not, and it may just be about just taking the plunge. Um, well, one thing with the community I'm trying to build, I'm trying to educate people so they can know what to look for versus doing the buy like 
20 different products and see which one is, works. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of it does have to do with the ingredients. Um, I just speak for myself because I'm very knowledgeable about my hair because I've been natural for a very long time. Um, one thing that I've learned about my hair, I have high porosity hair. So, um, so my hair follicles absorb a lot of product. So I try to stay away from stuff that's like really light because essentially it's not going to keep my hair moisturized. Mm -hmm. um, so things that work well in my hair are um, products that have like shea butter in it because um, it's like a really heavy moisturizing product. Um, that won't work for everyone. That product may be too heavy for um, people, like especially someone that has like low porosity hair. Right. Um, so I definitely say like a key thing, and that's something that I'm working on putting together too um, with my eBooks is educating people on what type of products they should be looking for based on their hair type, um, whether high porosity, low porosity, all that good stuff. Um, but I definitely say products definitely play like a huge part in it. Um, a lot of times people think because their hair looks like somebody else's that it's going to use the same product. So your hair can look very similar to mine, but your hair could be low porosity, mine can be high porosity, and that'll be like the major difference in like deciding like which products are going to work and which ones don't. Um, yes. Oh my God. That was such a good point. Cause I, you are so right because you know, like we may have, that's where like the hair type comes into play. Like just mm -hmm. look wise, like our hair may look, you know, I may have three C hair. You may have three C hair, but you know, we have different porosity levels and then we're, we try something that's suggested and we're like, why is it not working? You know? So that, that was a really good point. And like, just knowing the characteristics of your hair, like that's very important to to determine, yes. you know, before you waste the money or the time. So I like that. Yeah. Yeah. That was the death of me when I first started my natural journey, like seven years ago, watching other YouTube videos at the time, I didn't understand porosity. So I'm trying these products and I'm like, this is not working because all this for obvious reasons now, but then like, I didn't understand that. But now like for sure, right. definitely understand everybody's hair is different. Even if it looks alike, it's really different. Exactly. You're so right. Mm -hmm. And like, cause I have low porosity hair. So like the like lightweight products, like those, those are my jam. Like how like shea, but I have to be careful with shea butter and like, you know, those heavy butters, because if I do too much, it'll just be on top of my hair and like, it'll get mm -hmm. on my clothes. And whenever I touch my hair, I'm like, great. Now it's all on my hands. Like, and so, and then that can even like, if I don't use it the right way, it can kind of have a reverse effect and like even dry my hair out because it's just too much on my hair. Mm -hmm. So that was yeah. awesome. Do you have like specific, I don't know if you can shout out any specific ingredients that work really well for high porosity or low porosity, if you know of any. Um, For me, um, like I said, it's definitely like shea butter, um, heavy creams work really well. Um, I try to stay away from products that have like the, like in the ingredients of say like fragrance or like any ingredients where it has a whole bunch of, um, whole bunch of like names of ingredients that you, like you've never heard of most times mm -hmm. I try to stay away from, um, but for the most part, like I, I've definitely used products that have that have shea butter in it, um, honey in it. My hair loves honey. I'd actually deep condition with honey quite often. Mm, yes. Um, but those are like my key things right now. Um, but 
Yeah, but I'm still, like I say, because I'm working on multiple ebooks, so I want to, um, like, you know, put all this information in the ebook for everyone to to read and so they can understand like what products do work and which products don't. Um, surprisingly, I've even learned like different seasons, like you have to switch products. Like it's not good to use like a coconut oil in the winter um, because coconut oil, it'll, um, it solidifies in cool weather. So if you're putting on top of your hair, you literally like, it's just like solidifying on your strands versus in the summer. Yeah, most people don't know that. So it's actually not great to use coconut oil in the yeah, winter time. you just you just taught me it's, something new because i i never even yeah. thought about that that's a really good point yeah. and it makes sense because like in the jar it it solidifies and when you heat it up it you know it melts hmm i really like that and like that's really true people like we don't really think about the seasons that much because like another one like glycerin i love that ingredient but i have to be careful with how i use it like and then especially if you are doing different natural hair styles, because glycerin, it kind of like attracts the moisture to it that's around it. So if it's a really hot day, your hair might frizz up. <laughs> mm -hmm. so, so yeah, that's really, that's really important too. Like paying attention to the seasons. Love that. Awesome. Okay. Well, I really loved your answer and I have a bonus question for you. All right. <laughs> 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 it's a good one I just want to know what do you love about your hair um I like how big my hair gets mm -hmm. um I recently just did I call it a mini chop so like I was in I call it trim Nile <laughs> when you need to trim but you're in denial so I was in trim <laughs> Nile I was in trim Nile for like six months I'm gonna say seven six months so I was bleaching my hair myself and like even when I was like pineappling it, it wasn't curling the same and it was like short in the middle, but I was like, no, it's fine. I can just grow it, grow it back. I was like, no, I need the trim. So I went, got the trim and um, yeah. So when I got the trim, I realized, okay, my hair is really thick and it's really full and it wasn't as thick as and full when I got my hair bleached or when I was bleaching my hair. Um, so that's one thing I want to make sure my, I maintain now as I'm going through a healthy hair journey, just like how full my hair is. My hair is, my hair gets really big. Like I have old pictures. I should probably post them. Mm -hmm. Um, like last summer when I first bleached my hair, like how big my hair is and it's picked out. Um, cause at the time my hair was like already like down my back, like yeah. it was like just like a little bit past my shoulders. So that's one thing that I love is how big my hair is. Um, so even like when I go out with friends, like to make a statement, like I make sure my hair is like huge. And most times I'm like the only girl with like really big hair when I go out, especially in LA. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I love so that's it. The, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I love big hair too. And like, I'm, I'm also like that when I feel like I'm going to like some, I don't know, some fancy event where I feel like I'm about to see a lot of people. I'm like, yes, let's make this hair as big as possible. I'm like blowing it out and stuff. And like exactly. my hair isn't as thick as yours. So I really got to put some effort into it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's awesome. And I swear that was so funny about Trim Nile. Like I... That's my word. <laughs> I'm telling you, I was in Trim Nile. I needed a trim. And I was like skipping trims until I went um to a, a professional that specialized in natural hair and she the funny thing is because i think she encounters it a lot where these women with natural hair like they don't want to get a trim because they're scared it's not going to grow back right so i was telling her what do you suggest she was like well you know if you're trying to keep the length i can do this and do that i was like don't lie to me i was like my hair is a mess tell me what i need to do she's like i just think 
we should just do a tapered cut so everything can grow back evenly. She's like, you have pretty hair, but it is like really damaged in the middle. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I don't need you to lie to me. If I need to trim, Tim, I need to trim. So we ended up yeah. chopping it all off. And I was like, I can't tell people what to do with their hair if I'm going to be in trim Nile, but I need to trim. <laughs> so yeah yeah make that word a thing so we can be aware and be like okay am I in trim Nile like come on like <laughs> and like yeah that that was good that you listened to your stylist and and it'll grow back like because I and I I kind of say that to myself too because I may be in a little trim Nile myself because like detangling has been a little bit more difficult for me lately so mm-hmm. I'm thinking maybe it's time to do a trim but you know, I, I'll be, I'll be subconsciously like, oh, my inches. But like, we we need to we need to let that go because we need healthy hair over long hair. Like that's more important. Like you know, and and it can grow long and healthy instead of long and unhealthy. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, awesome! This was terrific. So. I want to know if we're vibing with you, where can we find you? And please expand on this ebook that you have coming out. So um, you can follow me on Instagram. Uh, my Instagram name is Kinky Curly, um, Kinky Curly Babe, um, with a K. So it's Kinky Curly with a K, Babe. Um, I actually have a website that I'm finishing up. It should be live, hopefully in the next two weeks or so. Um, well, hopefully by the time this audio is up, it should be live. So my website is Kinky Curly Crew, um, all with a K. So Kinky Curly with a K, Crew with a K dot com. Mm-hmm. Um, I will have my ebook posted on my website. Hopefully I can have, I'll have the ebook out the beginning um, of September is what I'm working on. It's all done. I just got to do the final, um, final touches on it and whatnot. Um, and I'm actually working on a diary to go with that ebook as well. Awesome. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I love the aspect of the diary. Like what, what's in it? Is it like a blank diary or is it like a, a fill-in type of diary with prompts and stuff? So it's going to be a fill-in. It's going to have some prompts. Um, I know for myself, when I first um, went natural, like I didn't keep track of the products I was using or the techniques I was doing because there's old pictures I can look back at. And I was like, that wash and go was bomb. Like what products I was using, but I don't remember. So I think even for people that have been natural for a long time, you always learn new products or new techniques that work well in your hair. So it's just going to be a book where you can, you know, write down um, your hair profile, what you're doing with your hair, what you learn about your hair. Um, Just to keep track of your journey Mm -hmm. is really what it's going to be all about based off the, you know, the information that you've learned from my ebook. Um, But yeah. Awesome. Yeah, because that's really good. Like, it's very easy to forget because I'll look at old pictures too and I'm like, dang, I I don't remember what I used. And I, I try to tell myself to write them down. So like, that's very important. I love it. All right. Well, with that, this was great. And this has been another episode of Curl Talk It Out. Thank you so much, Jess, for coming on again. Thank you for having me. Of course. And don't forget to like, thumbs up, subscribe, all those great things. And let us know what you think of these episodes so we can come out with more. And with that, we'll see you next time. 